Hi, and welcome to the Plot Twist Design Business Podcast. My name is Kelly Collier Clark. Today, I have the pleasure of kicking off the second half of season six with Vanny Paradis. Vanny is head of design of her firm, named after herself, and located in Boston, Massachusetts. Stay tuned and let's get started. Hi, Vanny. Welcome to the podcast today. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Oh, it is my pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. Yes, me too. Ever since the Meridian. <laughs> yes, and that is where we met. So, of course, I can't wait to talk about the Meridian Experience Conference. Yes. But, um, amazing time. Yes, it was amazing. Um, and just be, so I remember correctly, how I know exactly, I think you were there for visiting someone too, right? Correct. Yeah. So my boyfriend lives in Seattle. So that's, that's, that's why I was there. Um, I know I was coming that week. So you actually posted about Meridian. I did not know anything about it until about a week before. Um, and so when I saw the post and I saw what it was about, I was like, oh my God, I need to attend this. And <laughs> it, it was good timing because I was about to be there anyways, um, just a little bit later. So I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, this is closed already and they don't have any more tickets (laughs) (laughs) and then so I reached out to Albi and you know figured it out (laughs) yes well I'm so glad I'm glad I shared it and I'm glad you saw it because it definitely was worth going so um before we dig into that I do want to share about you and so can you start us off by sharing with everyone a little bit about how your design journey started Yes. Um, so my journey started really about um, 2012. I purchased a condo working with some contractors and, and I didn't really like what was happening. And so I decided to manage the process on my own. Um, and so once I did that and I got my home done and I loved it, I loved the way it made me feel when I came back home after a long day stressing and to find everything in its place and everything that was designed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely loved the feeling that gave, <laughs> that gave me. And so I, I started getting a little bit more and doing a little project on the sides for me. I did a mural. I did my own backsplash tiles. Um, so that's really how it originally got started. But the whole thing happened when I moved to India about um, in 2018 for my corporate job. So for those who doesn't know, I still have my nine to five and I work in corporate finance and they were opening an office over there in, um, in India. And I had to go there and spearhead and manage that office for them. Mm-hmm. So while I was in India during my time there, I decided that I didn't want to waste a whole year doing nothing because it was a time where I was not going to have any distraction and I was not going to have any family or friends. So I wanted to learn something. And originally I wanted to do a financial planning certification, but when I got to India, it's such a world of inspiration and arts. And um, there's a lot of interior design, furnishing stores, um, lots of castles, textiles, tiles, anything, you name it. It's a world of furniture and inspiration. So I got so inspired. I was like, oh my God, why not try doing interior design? Because you love it anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. 
and you've put in your time doing the regular career that everyone wanted you to do. Um, because when I was in high school, I wanted to study fashion or architecture. Those were my two fields. And I, I did a semester of fashion and then pivoted into management and finance. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in my <laughs> background in the Caribbean, those are like the proper career to go to and not the artist fields and such. So mm-hmm. um, so finally, I, I decided to take a course. I was working around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So I did my course at NYIED. So I would do my class in the morning in my assignments and then go to work in the afternoon until 10 p.m. at night. And so that's what I did for the year and then came back in 2019 um, you know, I was like, oh my God, can you really do that? And then at some point I was like, just do it. And then mm-hmm. so in November, 2001, um, sorry, November, um, 2019, I went on the city's website. I did my LLC. I did my business documents and my resale license. And then I went on social media and put it out there that I am starting my interior design company. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Because <laughs> I was like, if I put it out there, I have to do it. There's no more fear. Yes. There's no more backing out. So I put it out there that I'm starting my business and I'm excited about the journey. And that was it. <laughs> yes. I love hearing that story. I think it's amazing. And I think, first of all, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for some people to even go to India. Um, right. It was amazing. amazing. Right. Yeah. So I can imagine how you were inspired from everything that you pretty much described. Now, I do have a question, though, before we move on to the next regarding your aesthetic. So how would you describe your personal style aesthetic? So my personal style, it's it's very difficult to pinpoint an exact thing. But let me tell you how it is. So besides you know, design that I really love. I am a traveler at heart. So that's why India was also an amazing experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to travel. I love staying in boutique hotels. I love, love um, the home industry and all of that, the hospitality industry. So my personal aesthetic, oh, I'm also a beach baby. I'm from the island. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like a beautiful blue Caribbean beach to me. So my mm-hmm. aesthetic is coastal. So it's luxury coastal. So I like, so Bali would be literally my personal aesthetics. I like crisp white linen, some deep blue colors and some rich colors in there, things that are plush, but comfortable. So I like comfortable luxuries. I don't like a place that feels so done up that you don't feel like you want to sit down or you don't want to touch anything. Mm -hmm. I want it to be luxurious, but yet comfortable. That's really what would be my personal aesthetic. I can, and after looking through your page and your website, I can completely see that. Like it's evident to me in your work and in your projects. And you mentioned being from the islands. Which island are you from? I'm from Haiti. I'm originally from Haiti. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've only been there once um, oh, on a cruise. Yeah, oh, on a cruise. But they didn't let me really tour much um, yeah. at the time that I went. But I can imagine that the rest of the island is probably as beautiful as the part of the beach that I was on. It is. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as you're running your own design firm, so you mentioned work and balancing, which I too know all about. So, Right now, do you have a team that supports your firm to help you? I do not have a team. So that's something that I'm looking into right now to be getting some assistance. Um, right now, it's all me. Okay. 
And tell me from the beginning to the end, um, I am looking for assistance to um, like a design assistant person um, and admin assistant to be able to help because I feel like that would help me take on so much more and be able to balance a little bit more. Um, yeah. yeah. Completely. Um, you know, from some of the calls we've been on um, in a design group that we participate in. So we hear hearing other people's stories around hiring and knowing to scale the business and all that. It seems like right. just really you kind of there is no perfect time. I feel like if we all were wealthy enough to start off that way, we needed them from day one. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right? And I think the thing with hiring that ha always have me. <laughs> like I'm a little the the hesitant about hiring the hesitancy about hiring is the fact that I'll need time to train this person and showing them my process mm. and as is, as it is balancing <laughs> what I have on my plate has been a lot and so yes. how do I go about doing that and adding one more thing to my plate so that's what it's been really just sitting down and and, and narrowing down what I need to do with that yeah I I have some input on that because I learned the hard way, which I'll share offline just because this podcast is not about me. Um, it's about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I will say that I do think just knowing, just you knowing and saying that is half the battle because when you prepare to do it, you are going to need time to train them, you know? Right. So that's right. something that I think I took for granted um, a little bit, but I know um, it's a better way to do it. So I know yeah. you'll be better off when you do. So yeah, yeah. I think with my background in the corporate world, and again having to go to India and and train in office and do all that work, mm -hmm. training is something that requires time and requires planning and all of that stuff. So I definitely mm -hmm. understand that aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. And I I too have a similar background where train for my department in different times. But I think the thing I took for granted was when I thought I was going to have the time, I didn't because of the projects and also just everything uh, else, you know what right, I mean? So, right. and then we don't know how fast people learn. So then there's that, but nonetheless, I'm happy for you that you are in a position that you're ready to hire because it's, it's definitely going to be a flex. So, right. Yeah. Um, now, do you offer residential and commercial services? No, I only do residential. The one time that I got to, to work with a small bakery um it was just for she needed just some design ideas and how to go about doing her um her wall and her window design um but so far I've just been doing residential for now okay okay mm -hmm. so I do want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the Meridian Experience Conference and besides when you saw when you saw the post and my stories and that prompted you to want to go because you were going to be there once you saw the itinerary is there any one thing or anything in particular you were looking to learn or gain from going yes I wanted to do one of those dinners um unfortunately I didn't get to participate because I, I thought that one-on-one -on -one time would be great for me to ask uh personal questions and be more you know, when you're in a conference, you can ask questions, but you can't, it's harder to go too personal into your questions and, and dive into detail. And I felt like it would have been great for me to be able to do that as, at a dinner, but I, I didn't get that because that was not available anymore, which was okay. Mm -hmm. Because 
um what i thought was great about the the um the whole experience was that you had access to everybody yes. and it didn't feel very it didn't feel like a secret society where you know first time i went to high point it felt like that a little bit to me and it mm -hmm. was just like oh it seems like everybody knows everybody and they stay with you know their little clique of people and so i kind of felt slightly a little bit like an outsider at some time at some point in there mm -hmm. so I feel like Meridian didn't feel like that it felt like oh you can just go walk up and talk to anybody and everyone's so open and, and sharing um and so that was really great yeah I think the key difference too is that because this was so it was kept to a smaller scale right so yeah walking into an event space or um you know a conference room with 100 people versus high point is way different because <laughs> yeah I definitely. definitely see where you would feel that way at, at definitely. magnitude but um now that we are post conference what would you say your favorite part was about the conference so that was one of my favorite part I think the favorite okay. part was that I got to sit in different tables every day and get to learn um, about every individual that was there and it was great because it was not just design individuals there was some paint some artists mm -hmm. um, there were some bloggers there was different type of um, people DIYers and such mm -hmm. um, so it was great to be able to sit on different table and learn from everyone and it was also great to see that even the speakers you know normally when you go to events the speakers speak and then they disappear the yes. speakers were actually in the crowd with us every day and they were asking questions. So they were also there to learn just as much as we were, mm -hmm. which, which was actually great to see. And it also shows you that no matter what level you are, everybody has struggles, everybody has questions and everybody has, you know, are trying to learn. Um, and you may feel that sometimes you may feel like, oh, this person is on this level and I'm over down here. But mm -hmm. sometimes you see a person asking a question that you've already figured out. So we all have a little bit to teach and share with each other is yeah. what I found in this industry. It doesn't matter really what level you're on. Um, yeah. You have something to say and share and, and learn from each other. I totally agree. And Vanny, I must say, that was one of my absolute favorite things about the conference when I saw, you know, Carmion in the audience literally like focused. <laughs> right, know, exactly. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, so that was it was refreshing because oftentimes, like you said, either the speaker will disappear or they'll just be in a way that they have themselves on this pedestal and unapproachable. So correct, yeah, I thought that was refreshing. Um, so do you have an interest to be an influencer or content creator? Ah, uh, no, I don't think I could ever have the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I struggle so one of the reason why I really wanted to go to the conference is that because I feel I struggle a lot with social media and my presence online and marketing in general so I figured this would be a good thing for me to be okay. able to learn how to better do that um but I mm -hmm. I, I think it's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work um and I don't think I'm cut for it um it, yeah, it's a lot of work. So I don't think so. But I, I definitely did want to learn and learned a lot from the conference about things that I could apply to my own business um, without even being an influencer. Okay. 
So yeah. that that literally answers the next question I had because I was curious and was going to ask if you would recommend other interior designers go whether or not they have an interest since you pretty much don't. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like I wouldn't have the interest. I just don't see how I can fit it into everything mm-hmm. right now right mm-hmm. maybe at some point I'll have more time maybe when I do not have my nine to five anymore and I have staff and help and maybe then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point it's definitely not doable for me but um, I did learn a lot I, I love the peaches you know the do and don'ts of the peaching classes um, that series that we had I thought that was amazing because there's so much there it was jam-packed with information and things that you you can learn without having to do the trial and error because even if I'm not an influencer, I still would pitch my projects to magazines and different companies and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's something I need to learn how to do. The video editing was amazing. Um, the photo editing was great because we do need all of that mm-hmm. stuff as a business owner. So there's, there's a lot that I learned that still is applicable to my business, even though um, I'm not in, you know, being an influencer. Yeah. And I have to say that when I was talking to a few of my friends in design, um, I was like, I'm not sure. And then I had to think like, wait a minute. Yes, it doesn't matter what you want to do or what part of this you want to do there. I remember taking taking pictures of the screens because I couldn't even take notes fast enough. Right. (laughs) It wasn't. I took pictures of everything. That's what I did. I had a note. I had a note app and then I just took pictures right within the app and then saved them all in there. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot. It was so much. It was jam-packed. So since you do both work, you know, with your career and being an entrepreneur, how do you balance? How do you find balance? Yeah. What is balance? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody says that. We don't. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I have learned it or <laughs> mastered it just yet. But I do know, I do say that as the older I get, the more I learn to listen to my body. So mm-hmm. I think when I get to the point where my body says no, I just mm-hmm. take a break. Right. Mm-hmm. And as I say, I'm a traveler. So at any given point of time, I'll drop everything and catch on the flight. Like literally. Nice. I can I can get on the flight from today to tomorrow. And I'm like, oh. 11.45, I'm getting a flight tomorrow. I'm there at eight o'clock. <laughs> so that, that's really how I balance. And then I think the other thing that I started doing um, is making sure that I go to the gym and I try to do that in the morning because what I find that if I don't do it in the morning, it may not happen in the afternoon because, you know, once you start your day, you get busy with work, you get busy with business stuff, you may never get the time to go back and do that. So I try to get up in the morning early to go to the gym um Mm -hmm. and then another thing that I've started doing I started doing a a self-care um self-care day I do it on Wednesday and on Sunday at 7 30 and I put it on my um phone as an appointment where I do like a self-care journey in the bathroom so I bring my speakers to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I would put music on and I would sing at the top of my lung and then I would do a (laughs) facial I do some hair oil and I'll do like face mask and, you know, body scrub and all of that stuff. So I'll do it for like an hour, an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. um, depending on the day. And then that, it just gives me a little bit of time to disconnect because sometimes Mm. I go straight through from my nine to five to the business and then I'll be working till really late. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So that little time just give me a little break, disconnect, just get a little silly in the bathroom and then come back. <laughs> I love that. Back <laughs> Let me tell you, I love it. And I love a couple things about your routine because number one, I think Wednesday is the perfect day because it's hump day. Yep. <laughs> right? Like halfway through the week. And yep. then the time of day is great because you and I literally just talked about that, how, you know, breaking up workday versus business sometimes we just don't like yeah. mm-hmm. you know because then by eight o'clock we literally just want to unplug from everything right so I I still struggle with that every now and then myself in terms of not having balance and what the heck is balance but what you described to me sounds like healthy management of it all anyway yeah yeah and then there are days and so that's the thing too I want to say too uh there are days where it's hard for me to make it Right. And then mm-hmm. so even if I can't make that hour, hour and a half, I'll get in there. I was like, OK, well, if it's a scrub that you can get in, just do that face scrub really quick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you don't feel like you didn't do anything at all. So, you know, there are times that it's going to be hard. But as long as you try to push yourself to keep that routine, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that helps a little bit. Yeah, I think that's um, really, really smart because. And that's something that I probably would not do. Like, I would probably just skip the whole routine as opposed to doing just one part of it. But I think it's super smart that you just do at least something so you're not just neglecting yourself. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Now, the gym part, um, pray for me because (laughs) (laughs) it's a struggle. It is for me, too. It is for me, too. The gym has always been a struggle. It's one of those things that's always on my New Year resolution. But <laughs> and I would start I always start and then you know after a couple of months you know I go on vacation for two weeks and then I come back and never return to, mm-hmm. to the gym mm-hmm. but now I'm trying to do better and one of the reasons why I do better I think I don't know if any if everyone else is the same it's because there's a financial cost to it my gym is pretty expensive now mm-hmm. so I can't mm-hmm. I can't understand paying that much and not going yeah that's a good motivation I mean yeah. how much are how many times did we waste gym memberships I've done it yeah all. yeah if it's like $30 you're gonna be like ah oh, yeah it's just $30 I'm not gonna go <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the thing but it's worth it so that's inspiration just to hear for sure now I'll be texting you to tell you if I went to the gym <laughs> how it was but yes yeah so, so about the conference would you return next year because you know the wait list is open I'm not sure if you saw yes I did see the email yes and I am definitely interested in returning and I'm hoping that by the time I return next year I have a better balance and I have help and Mm -hmm. I have more time so that I can implement um, a lot of the things that they they did and showed us because that's one of the things there's a lot of things that I wanted to implement as soon as I came back, I didn't mm-hmm. get to. I still haven't gotten to. They are on my list of to-do. Mm-hmm. Um, just haven't gotten there. So I'm hoping next year, by the time I go, I have more time to be able to, you know, take some time to implement. Maybe taking a couple of days off after to implement those things. Oh, that's a good idea. It is. It actually is. And it's so funny that you say that because I literally just got finished saying to someone today that I have to get better at taking off whenever I go away anywhere. Like. Mm-hmm especially vacation but you're right because that conference I mean on the plane on the way home it was like still like I started debriefing then 
Right. But I had, we had, I think we all had so much on our mind and we had ingested so much. It was a lot to digest. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So as far as your business, can you share what would you say are the top three lessons that you have learned so far? Top three lessons. I would say that um, be yourself. Um, like I think silence the noise that's out there, right? You know, there's all these pressures out there. Even going to the influence, um, to the Meridian Conference, you see who's out there, you hear what they're doing. And then sometimes you can get caught up, you know, into what's out there and what's happening. But I think you should just be yourself and what is for you will come to you that way. So I would say that would be my own, my, my first advice. And I would say also be yourself in the aspect that there's a client for everyone. And then, so your client that comes to you, the thing that you do, um, you have your own people. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I've learned. I've learned that it's not just about what you do. It's not just about how you do it. People come to you for who you are. Um, your personality and what you have to offer so I say be yourself in that way don't try to imitate and be nobody else just be yourself be authentically you Um, I don't know if you saw my my profile photo on my website I had a head wrap on I love head wraps Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say let me not do that because it may not look professional or whatever it may be but that's just the essence of me I love colors and I love um, who I am as a person. So mm-hmm. I want to come out like that. And, you know, before sometimes you get the, you get the urge of being perfect online and showing yes. things perfectly. And that's something that I had to work on myself and say, Hey, just put yourself out there. Like, you know, those things of you, you, you spend two hours writing a post and you don't want to post it because you don't think it's perfect enough. And so I think just get rid of those things. It's, it's what I had to learn to just let go of like that, idea of perfection because there's no such thing everybody's really trying to do their best and um and showing out showing themselves out there so there's Mm -hmm. that and then I would also say to invest that's one of the things that I've learned um doing this business investing in the business investing in things that matters Mm-hmm. Um, like my website is one of the things that I invested on that I really, really love. Um, and I think it's been great because I get the great feedback from it as well. Mm-hmm. Investing in, um, in myself, right. Taking courses, anything that would help further my education and my business, just, you know, doing those. So I, I would definitely say that's something that I feel like has been very good lessons for me and that have been important in my business journey so far. Yeah, those are really great nuggets, Um, especially the investment. All of it is great. I mean, being authentic and showing up no matter what. I think for me, the comfort part came during quarantine. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was like, listen, I never posted me cooking or anything close to that until then. So I think that is where I got out of my comfort zone. But I agree with you because a lot of times people do think, is not perfect enough or now one thing I will ask is as far as investing in your website prior to that did you take a stab at doing your own website first and then upgrade or did you from the beginning let someone do it professionally 
I tried to do it myself. And again, just like everything else, I couldn't finish it. I didn't have the time to put into creating. I had an idea of what I wanted my brand to be. And as I mentioned, because um, my design aesthetic is luxury, right? Luxury Mm -hmm. and comfort. I wanted my website to reflect my brand. I'm I'm big on service. So mm-hmm. I like things that feels easy and comfortable and, and things that when my clients goes in there, they're able to navigate and the color speaks to them. The color reflects who I am. Um, and so I didn't have the time to learn how to do all of that I wanted to see. Um, mm-hmm. And so I gave it a stab to do it on my own and all of that stuff. And after a while, I was like, you know what, just invest in it and get it done the right way. Because I also started getting in a little bit of like website shaming. Every time mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, what's your website? And I was like, um, not yet. It's coming. Oh, yes. <laughs> I got yes. tired of saying that. So I was just like, you know what? Just invest in it. But then I also wanted to find someone that represented my brand really well, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that can do website, but can they create what I wanted to see? And I worked with, um, I work with Stephanie and she did such an amazing job in, in, capturing my the essence of my brand when she did my my profile um and my brand my brand guide so my Mm -hmm. brand language and and stuff so that was amazing like she captured everything that I said to her and just put that out there and I was like yes that's what I paid the money for (laughs) yes Yes. (laughs) so that was great yeah and that was a good observation too that you were intentional about seeking out a web creator that, like you said, could actually represent your brand. I've never heard anybody else say that. I've heard yeah. people say, you know, they had to get a professional or they did, but they, they, I'm not saying they didn't do it, but they didn't share that. So that's yeah. a very good takeaway. Yeah. So I went through many people to get my logos done. I went through many interviews and all because I wanted to have someone that can capture me and represent me. And it was really great that uh, there's a brand, there's a luxury furniture brand that invited me to a dinner. And I mm-hmm. said, well, how did you guys find me? She's like, your website. He's like, your website looks amazing. And it felt like this is someone I would want to work with. It, it just feels like yes. it feels like an adventure. And I was like, oh my God, did you go in my profile? It says, it says on my profile that at our core, we are adventurers. Like, yes. <laughs> we want adventure. We want your home to be an adventure. So he's like, yeah, it was so great. And I was like, that's amazing don't you love when you invest in something or put the time into something and yes and it pays off because somebody is saying exactly what you wanted them to see exactly yeah that's the experience I've gotten with my website so far so I'm really extremely happy that I I went that way with it good very good I love it so I know you probably feel the same way because I know I did in terms of having such an extensive like corporate career it kind of helps on the business side of things but on the creative side did you feel a need to get a mentor or anything like that even though you sought your own education yeah so I a mentor is something that I'm still looking for don't have one just yet. I do want to have one. But what I did when I was starting my business, I spoke to a lot of people. Um, So I went to um, one of those design Facebook groups and I said, I'm getting started in this business and I'm extremely nervous. And and I put it out there and the amount of warm welcome that I've gotten from everyone has was so amazing. 
And yeah. I said, in my career, my 12 years, 13 years now in career, I've never felt so welcome. I've never felt, felt so, I guess, encouraged by my mm-hmm. peers than I have been in the design business. And from what I hear from everyone, it's something that is new into the business, which is why everybody becomes like that. Because back in the day, there was not that that much support. And I'm so grateful that I'm doing in in this time because when I did that, I got a wave of support and everybody was like, call me, do this, do that. And Duval, which you know, whom you know, mm-hmm. um, is the first one that says, just call me and I, and I can walk you through things. And then we schedule an hour and a half meeting and he's like, okay, this is what I do. This is how I do. This is what I did. This is how I got started. And he shared so much with me and I was just like in tears that somebody mm-hmm. would be willing to just, share so freely with me and and that's really been my experience so far in this space and I'm so happy about it so now every chance that I get to share I might just be sharing over sharing all the time but every (laughs) chance I get to share with someone else I do because it's so important especially when you're getting into the business for the first time or you're making a career change Mm -hmm. it's kind of scary so um it's very scary for sure (laughs) yeah that, that was really helpful to have people to just guide you you know even sometimes in projects like I remember I got a project and I was like oh my god this is terrifying and I don't I've never done this before (laughs) and and people were like don't be scared (laughs) and then this lady called me and walked me through how to go about it and she said all you have to do with clients is to show confidence and to um to to show that you're knowledgeable about what you're talking about and then she's like, this is how you do it. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do for two hours. I I could never forget that. Wow. And then I went to my presentation and I was like, oh, this and that and that. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And clients were extremely happy. I'm on my third project with them and they've been my biggest client oh. so far. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's great that the community has been so helpful um and that that's great for me yeah yeah I think what I hear from this is a couple of things too like first of all getting into the Facebook group I think I'm in one or two but doing things like that when you're newer because I still feel like I'm newer like three years in is newer to me anyway it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know, junior year of college, right? Right. But the point is, when you put yourself out there and assert yourself, that's when you get what you need. And I think a lot of people should get out their own way who, I mean, you don't have to be an extrovert either. Because I've heard some people say, well, I'm an introvert, but it doesn't matter. I think you just kind of have to like have a little bit of courage to get what you need because there are so many people that will help you. Right. And that was me. So that I'm one of those people. And I'm like, I'm, I'm one of those people, even in my personal life, I never want to burden anyone with things. Right. And Mm so I'm like, but if you don't ask, you never know who's willing to help and who's willing to show you the, the rope and stuff. So I'm glad I did. And I still continue to ask if I'm, if I'm doing something, there are a couple of groups that are, you know, where people are very helpful and very willing to help and so yeah that's been great that has helped me to grow um at a faster rate than I would if I was just struggling by myself yeah and I would say um for me I feel like as part of our culture in general being taught that we are to be strong black women of color like we don't typically you know, we're not supposed to almost. And so that's one of the things I struggled with always being so independent. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, and when I came into this industry, very similarly, like, it's like closed mouths don't get fed, and you can kind of just get over yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you mentioned High Point. So when you went to High Point, just to pivot a little bit in terms of, you know, using your trade accounts and things like that, how has that been for you? And is there any advice you could give someone thinking about going and how to set up their trade accounts and all of that? Yeah, so I went to High Point um, 2021 in the spring. Um, I wanted, I'm a learner. So one of the things that I learned is that, again, in the groups, those groups mm-hmm. are everything to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said, you have to go to High Point, you have to learn. And um, I'm a learner. So I wanted to go there to learn not only what businesses, what companies were there but also the furniture like I wanted to sit on them I wanted to learn about their construction and all of that stuff so um what I did I asked questions again on the group like what do you recommend um I was supposed to be doing a tour one of those newbie tour but that tour got canceled because of COVID and all of that stuff so Mm -hmm. what I did I did a list of everything that I wanted to do um so I did a list of I am on I sorry let me track back so I'm part of a group that's a buying group where we can buy um so it's similar to like side doors and all of that stuff where you have access to buy mm-hmm. um, furniture and and share and buy together um mm-hmm. so this group has a list of companies so I studied that company so that's something that I would I would advise new designers when you start you don't have a whole boatload of projects you have time so while I had time, I studied companies, like I studied furnishing companies and what's out there, what do they do? What do I like about them? So I had a note and says, mm-hmm. this company, I love their, their sofas. This company, I love their case goods. This company, I love their style or whatever it is. Or this company does this and does that. Mm-hmm. So I created a list when I went to High Point. So I said, we're going to be seeing this, 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 that in company. And I, I put like, did a checklist and then so every day I tackled which one I'm going to do and then one day I did lighting um things that I know that I needed to see like things like um upholstery I definitely wanted to see because I wanted to see fabrics and I wanted to see cushion and constructions and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and then lighting I wanted to see because I wanted to see the finishes so things that I know I physically want to see for my clients and I also mm-hmm. made a list of my client project that I had going on and things that I needed for them and go and went about it that way. Nice. So that's how I did my first market. It was a lot. <laughs> Every well, day, my day was really long. <laughs> I was going to really say, Vanny, I am impressed because I don't think I approached market like that until my third time going to market because the first time I was like fresh out the gate during my first year, I went fall 2019 and I was just excited, learned about it on social media, and I was just excited, wanted to go learn so I could be ready when I get, you know, bigger projects, because right. out of the gate, you're you're doing work for your friends or your family, mostly. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, I think everything you just said, whoever is listening, please rewind and take notes, because that's the perfect way to approach it. Yeah, that's what I did. And I, I, I stayed by buildings to just make sure that I was being efficient with my time mm-hmm. and kind of figure out what things were. Um, and and it, it worked out. Uh, I, 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 you know, I took, and then I took, I took pictures. So I took pictures the way I did my pictures. I took a picture of the name of the company before I go in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go in and do my pictures and so on, go in that way so that when I go back to my um, albums, I know who is what. And then what I did too that I thought was very beneficial to me because right now I was ordering chairs for my client one day, mm-hmm. this week, sorry. Mm-hmm. I went back to my videos. I started doing videos. I said, I sat on the chair and I said, oh, this chair is very comfortable. It would work for <laughs> this and that. And yeah. I would say this, this company makes really you know, this is real wood. And so I, I did notes that way and then kept them that I can nice. go back to. Um, That's super different. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that part because my friend, Miss Mary, she's also an interior designer. And she told me, which was after I already made the mistake of not doing it, but she is the one who told me, take a picture of the name of the showroom before you go in and that's how right. you the pictures so now yeah. that is how I do it but I won't take credit like I thought of it on my own yeah. and as I said all of the things I learned them from the group I learned them mm-hmm. by asking questions I learned them by mm-hmm. um reading the posts of other people and what I do I also Facebook I save I don't know if anybody else uses this feature, but I I use save on Facebook all the time to save posts and I save Mm -hmm. them by categories. So I save sofa vendors. I would say how to do this and that, or I'll put marketing or I'll put all different types of things so that when I'm working on a project and then there was a couple of posts that was really good or that give good tips and resources, Mm -hmm. I can just go right back there and find that post and, and use that nice yeah that right there I mean because the summer is going to be over when we blink and it will be fall time so mm-hmm. a lot of um, interior designers will be prepared to go to market so those are great great tips um are you planning to go in the fall yes I didn't go last fall so I definitely I didn't go last fall in this spring so I definitely want to go this this fall okay nice so mm-hmm. um before we wrap up can you share any advice? I know you shared some advice along with the lessons you learned, but if you could think of one thing that maybe even that you would have did different in the beginning or something that you can advise somebody thinking about getting into this that works and wants to do this, what would you um, advise them? Um, I would first say start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of time we just we get so caught up in again the idea of perfection that we don't start anything and you can't fix anything that you didn't get started on right so I say start somewhere and the way that I did that as I said I went on social media and says hey I'm starting this and everybody's like oh my god great and at that point I had no choice but to start right mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. start somewhere and get an accountability accountability partner um, I would say another advice is soak in as much as you can and it's the same idea that I've been talking about I you know when you start don't be so focused on I don't have client I don't have client but be ready for those clients by Mm -hmm. learning as much as you can um there's you know we live in a world right now where education I'm not gonna say it's free but there's so much of it available (laughs) Um, and so you have ways to educate yourself so educate yourself and um, be ready for when that client comes so that things goes a little bit more smoothly for you. So you don't have to learn as you go. Um, mm-hmm. um, so you don't have to learn when you have the client, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the third thing I would say, especially as an interior designer, <laughs> build your systems. 
Okay. Uh, those are, those will make or break you. Uh, yes. I can honestly say, because <laughs> there is so much to the process of interior design. There's so much work to do. And I just love it when people said, oh my God, you're an interior designer. This is so fun. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's real fun. So, I mean, until you get into the thick of it. It's, oh my it's God. I was like, yeah, it is so much fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, because in reality, the fun part of it is just really small percentage. But then you have to deal with the um, the process of it, you know, the mm-hmm. procurement of it, the following up and dealing with the clients and, you know, all that work mm-hmm. on your process and make it because, uh, you know, a weld oil machine would make your life so much easier yes. and much easier to have your systems and your process done when you're smaller because when you get to be a bigger company and you have to go back and disassemble your machine and putting it back together that is so much more work so I would say as you start just work on your process what are my steps write them down and how do I do that how do I make it better for my client I'm all about efficiency and um service and making sure things are smooth and and, and good for my client I, I want people to just have really good experience because that's what I like when I go to places or when mm. I'm using a service so work on your process and get that ready um, for when your clients come and they be like oh this person is efficient I want to work with them they're not chaotic because you want to make things better for them all the time so I would say your process just get rid of fear and be a learner Yes. Those are all great, great gems that you dropped, Danny. So I appreciate you sharing. And before we conclude, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I, I mean, I don't know what else. Thank you for having me, I would say. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to having us on your platform um, and, and, you know, letting the world know know a little bit more about us so you know you opening this platform for us for designers to um giving them that space to share so I I appreciate that and I thank you for it oh it's my pleasure so I appreciate you taking our time to get on the podcast number one but also for being transparent you know and for sharing because I do get a lot of feedback from what all of you share right so (laughs) That's the thing. And everybody's journey is so different. And although we um, at the conference, we did already get acquainted through um, the group. So so I feel like it was great to meet you in person. And I look forward to following your journey closer and talking more as well. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Yes. So I'll look forward to seeing you soon. And thank you for coming on today and sharing everything. Thank you, Kelly. And have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.